It's a black coffee kind of day. Waking up to the sound of rain. Now I just want to spend my day with you. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another day of Catholic coffee in the morning. Season three. Let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> So, an important thing to note before we start this oh, podcast, <laughs> right before we were about to hit play, we were all like talking and everything like that. And I, I asked Jake what he drew on this napkin, yeah. and I thought it was the state of West Virginia, but I couldn't tell. So, I asked, is this the state of West Virginia? And he said no. And so, then Maggie, so, and then Maggie <laughs> let out this unholy noise. We all look over and she's like, those burp guys. It was like, <laughs> you know, the way to describe that as unholy noise is not doing justice. People are gonna think that I need to see like an exorcist. Not I'm not possessed. Uh, that was the same voices. My name's Jeff. My name's Jeff. I'm not possessed. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, uh, just important note Bless before we you. start this. Bless podcast. you. But. You know, speaking of Maggie, Maggie, what are you eating and or drinking and or drinking out of and or? <laughs> I got the gist. Um, I uh, where to begin? Yeah. I I decided to eat this morning. Woo! Yeah. So milestone. I waited to start the podcast until Zach finished eating because I knew that it would be no, would soggy not. cinnamon gross touch what yeah. he called it so if he calls yeah. me out i'll call him out he said you know it is scientifically proven that cinnamon gross touch is the best cereal <laughs> and then i was like i'm sh- i'm shocked yeah. i've never yeah. heard of this cereal um but yeah. i'm eating cinnamon toast crunch and then i'm drinking my uh folgers coffee with a little bit of a cinnamon cinnabon uh, the like, international Wow, that was a word. <laughs> <laughs> that was a word. That was definitely a word. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, Zach and I are feeling pretty sleep deprived. We were both doing homework until late last night. So. Uh, and I'm going to be doing that late tonight. Woo! Me too. Okay. Anyway, popcorn, Olivia. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> To only Zach. That's cool. Um, <laughs> he slammed his mug into mine. I don't really have much of a choice there. Um, oh, wait. I'm drinking out of my cat yeah. mug. Sorry. Oh. That's it. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> what, a, what a set to follow. Um, I'm drinking the same coffee as everyone else, but it's from last night, and it was iced. Like, she put it in the fridge, so... I put it over ice, and I'm using white chocolate mocha creamer this morning. I have already eaten my Honey Nut Cheerios, but um, my glass is a Two Rivers Treads glass, uh, an event for health and heritage. I, I don't know what that is. Oh, it's a Bavarian Inn mm-hmm. in Shepherdstown. Mm. Cool. Yep. That's me. Um, yeah. What about you, Zachary? Oh. I am eating my, I have, have eaten, past tense, um, my cinnamon crust hunch, mm-hmm. um, with my whole milk, 
as always, because you got to have the whole thing. That's right. Two percent in here, you know. Mm-hmm. Why would you okay. only want two percent of your milk? Yeah, I'm on you know? all of it. Like <laughs> I'm not paying for it, but if mm-hmm. I were paying for it, I would pay for the whole thing, <laughs> not just like a portion of it. You well, know? the cool thing about two um, percent milk is you yeah. get ninety eight percent off. Yeah, there you, you go. No, mm. same price. It's always it's always funky when you get it ninety eight percent off, and then the date. Nineteen seventy. You're like, wow, what a deal! Wow, why does it look like cheese? <laughs> what a deal! A snag, really. It's got this yellow it, hue first, to it. Like, why is it solid? Yeah, no, right. Mm. Mm. It's like you try to pour it, just flunked. <laughs> <laughs> like some jello. Some of us are still just, eating their cinnamon crunch. <laughs> kind of makes that. Sh- it kind of makes that noise. Of so the reason <laughs> I said that was for you to stop. Oh, oh. Um. <laughs> anyway. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, I'm drinking out of my Black Dog Coffee mug, which, if you notice, is now in our um, album cover thing. I'm gonna right. cut it off so what? it remains ominous that no one really knows what it looks like. Uh, what's that word? Uh, there was no picture not, of it that was. It's not funny. ominous. It's. <laughs> what's the other word? <sighs> Elusive. Yeah. yeah. Sure. There was no picture of it that wasn't really creepy. <laughs> yeah, we tried. We no. We initially black. we thought of putting it in to our biopic thing, but like. It did not come out without looking like it was Real just creepy. this one. It's, <laughs> no, like, it's a black dog. And yeah. then, like, in the shadows and stuff, it just looks like a demon. In the okay. light, it looks worse. <laughs> in the light, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like eyes it. gleam. <laughs> don't look at it too much. The shiny gold yeah. handle, you know? <laughs> yeah, but so that didn't work out, so we ended up doing something else. And now you can see some crazy art markers, some... Wallace, some a lot of a lot of um the, the cat mug, some the yeah. rock face, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of like just like uh, what do you call it uh, Easter eggs, mm-hmm. yeah, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we're gonna be talking about that stuff this season, right, guys? Yeah, yeah. Easter. No, no. <laughs> uh, negative. Easter's not until the spring. <laughs> right. Um. Uh, and I am also drinking Folgers coffee out of. Yeah, and then I just wanted to mention. I just wanted. I just wanted to mention the creamer I have with this. It's it's the white chocolate mocha. In case you guys can see, I just want to. I I just look. I just want to ask you. (laughs) Look at it. International delight. I just want to ask you, what were you thinking when you were designing this bottle? It looks like no. It feels weird in my hand. Well, look. Yeah, I mean. Guys, just look at the just two bottles. Look at, how, <laughs> look at how perfectly designed this is. The other one's one shaped like a pear. So the second one is shaped like a water. Why are you shaming shaped. my chocolate mocha for having curves? <laughs> Curvy girl. Body shaming. It's just like... Your body shaming. I, I hold on like to it, and I'm like, why is it so curvy? <laughs> why are you the way that you are? <laughs> it's I like, hate so much of the things you used, used to be. be. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's right. Right. Right, guys? You get it. Yeah, yeah you get it. Yeah. Uh, we all Jake? get it. Oh. Oh, right. Oh. Well. Oh. I'm done. Oh. Jake. I'm, well, I'm drinking some Cheerios. Oh, I'm eating some Cheerios. Right over that. Are you sure you're not drinking? Without milk. Yeah. I've never done it before, Drah. but it's actually not milk. It's not it's bad. It's actually not milk. <laughs> <laughs> I can't it's believe not. it's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but it's pretty good. Um, and then I'm drinking some iced coffee, the iced Folgers out of the 
um, Bavarian in cup. Um, yeah, with the mocha creamer. And I think we just need to take a moment. Zach finished his food today. I think that 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 just deserves a moment. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Never happened again. Yeah. But Zach, what did we talk about? Oh, um, Toby. Yesterday. Jumping yeah. right into it. So so we went over chapters five and six. I said six and seven last night. Uh so we, <laughs> <laughs> So we went over chapters five and six. And basically basically what happened is, you know, where we left off last week, Toby's like I remembered all this cash I gave this dude, right? Crazy. It's been a couple years, but like now I'm remembering it. Tobit, why don't you go get more money, dude? Tobit mm-hmm. or Tobiah. Tobiah's like, all right, sounds good. And he's, and, but but they but he's like, but I gotta get you somebody to journey with, so you're not like mugged or you go the wrong way, or you're dumb. That's you helpful. Know? So he's like, go out and find somebody, preferably a kinsman. And so, you don't, you know, trustworthy and all that. Comes across this dude. It's actually Raphael, the archangel. And he's like, hey, can you come with me? And he's like, sure. And so they go out. And his father agrees. And then they both go out. And then Tobias' foot gets eaten by, a, or munched on by a fish. His dogs get... Um, his dogs. His dogs get His uh, dogs. fish flavoring to them, if you will. <laughs> fish season. And so he, so so he takes out the fish, and then he's like, and then uh, uh, Raphael is like, dude, did you know that like, if you cut out the gall, the heart, and the liver, like that's useful for like medicine, for like cataracts. Oh, your father. That's exactly how I said it last night. That is exactly. That's exactly how I said it last night. I was like. Yeah, it heals cataracts. Your dad. Yeah, your dad. And then it also drives away demons. Ah, Sarah. Sarah. (laughs) Um, And then, uh, yeah. And then he's like, that's cool. And then Tobias doesn't think anything really of that. He's like, oh, really? Well, that's pretty cool. I don't know what I use that for. Um, And then... Hmm. And then, um, you know, Raphael's like, did you know there's, like, this girl, super beautiful, you know, courageous, like, basically her dating profile right now, you know, mm-hmm. just, like, resume <laughs> for this girl. It's like, you should marry her. He's like, isn't that the girl that, like, had seven husbands and they all died? Is that the same one? And he's like, yeah, but here's the thing, you know, you burn, you burn some of that gall and liver, boom, problem solved. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> That's then, a direct then, quote from yeah. the angel, the archangel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's where we stand right now, you know? Yeah. To fill in some gaps, um, <laughs> you know, the there's a big theme of trust oh, in, yeah. this, uh, right. in right. This, these two chapters. Um, so, like you were saying, Tobiah needed to go out and find someone to help him on this journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and... The angel Raphael was like right there and mm-hmm. said, I know exactly where you're talking about. I've been there so many times. And it wasn't like the place. It was like the exact the person. Exact person. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh I know I, I, I know you're, I know you're relative. Yeah. I used to stay with him. Yeah. yeah. And so 
Yeah, I mean, we were all talking about, oh, that's really weird. weird. vibes. Yeah, like, I wouldn't trust him so easily. Um, But he's like, you should come meet my dad. And so then Tobit is kind of sus at first and then asks him, like, where do you hail? And he's like, <laughs> where do you oh, hail these from? Are my, these are my family members. And he's like, ah, I trust you. And then <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like, all right, you guys go on out. And the mm. mom was like, why are you letting our son leave? With this weird um, man. Yeah, and it was, she had her problem with trust with, we don't need more money. The Lord will provide for us what we need. Um, but it was really... You know, just not trusting the whole situation of if her son was going to make it back or not. Um, and then the same thing with trust about Raphael was talking to Tobiah about Sarah mm-hmm. and was saying, I will I will talk to Regal, Sarah's dad, and I'll arrange the whole thing and you guys will be married tonight. Um, and he, yeah, had the pushback at first, mm-hmm. um, but it was mostly like clarification then Raphael, you know said do not worry and you know some other pretty things and then yeah, yeah he was feeling good i'm just saying Raphael's a great wing man That's oh right. yeah yeah he's like oh, yeah. he's like the best he's very invested in his in his romantic life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's like no dude you gotta go for it mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like oh, go for it <laughs> You're doing this. Yeah, you're doing this. <laughs> I mean, it's happening. He, he, he's like, he's like, listen, I, you don't even need to talk to the dad. I will talk to the dad for you. You right. just need, you just need to talk to her and be like, hey, want to get married? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if that was the way it happened today. You know? Yeah. You'd be like, hey, be your like best friend just goes over and is like, hey, that these girl two should go, should get married. And yeah. The dad's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. No, you make the best, an excellent case the best friend <laughs> right. goes up to the dad and he's like my best friend wants to marry your daughter and he's, he's like, like yeah. why aren't you asked <laughs> yep, he's like the oh minor tonight. detail <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, yep, uh, let's go get the wedding feast prepared you yo. know also yeah. if I was the dad of someone whose daughter just you know had been married seven times yeah I also would be like, let's just do it now. <laughs> you know what? I Don't want you to make away. it through the Don't night, man. Don't let him get away. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. Okay. Tonight? Yeah, no problem. No problem. Let's go. <laughs> Bring in the defenses. <laughs> Barricade him in. <laughs> You're not leaving. <laughs> yeah. Something yeah. that I thought about last night and kind of forgot to mention, but remembered when I was just talking about it, was <clears throat> the way that Tobiah, no, Raphael's talking to Tobiah, and is like, she's wise, courageous, very beautiful. Um, you have the right to marry her because of being related to her um, and all these things. And I will talk to Rachel, and we'll have your wedding feast tonight. And then Tobiah said to Raphael, like, I've heard she's already been given in marriage. Like, what's going on? And then he goes with, do not worry. Um do not be afraid, for she was set apart for you before the world existed. Oh, uh, yeah, that was, is, that, was yeah. Um, that was a good line. Like, it is like awesome. But it's very reminiscent of um, the Annunciation, how the angel Gabriel came in and was like, Hey, Mary, mm. full of grace, do not mm. be afraid. And then tells her, you will have this child. And then mm-hmm. she asks questions like, 
how is this to be for I do not know a man and then he's like the Holy Spirit will Don't come down um, and it's very similar in his like yeah Tobiah's readiness to say yes his fiat almost um, of just like wanting clarification but not saying I'm not gonna do it yeah. just like Mary's just be like valid it, concern yeah you know? <laughs> it, like some people disagree with the way that Mary says it because it makes it seem like she's saying no but she's not saying no she just and she's not being disobedient obviously because she is no original sin but it's like she just needs clarification she's like how can I even like have a child when I yeah. don't know a man you know mm. um so I just thought it was really reminiscent of that and she mm-hmm. he's like yeah gave the angel Gabriel was like don't be afraid do not worry um and then yeah like i just thought it was interesting mm-hmm. how similar <clears throat> there he's like i got you bro mm-hmm. yeah i mean tobit i mean you gotta be thinking he's seeing some Wing red man flags the century. he's mm-hmm. like dude some people have already been killed you know mm-hmm. yeah. what what makes me different you know, mm-hmm. he's like, because you're built different, bro. <laughs> How do I know I'm not just going to see a demon as soon as we get married coming at me and going to kill me, mm-hmm. you know, but that comes with reassurance from the angel. He's like, no, like we got the fish. He's right. Like, you we remember got- that fish that we coincidentally bit your foot? <laughs> remember yeah. that? Let's go ahead and smoke some of this stuff and you'll be good to go. It's the most random thing yeah. of... Oh, they're on this journey, big fish, and then <laughs> right. back on the journey again. And then he's like, "You remember that thing that happened? That's like totally random." Yeah, that crazy that, thing. Those, yeah, those four verses we read. You know, yeah, I'm like, yeah. and he's like, "It's for medicinal purposes." And then blah, 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 that's it. Yeah. I was like, "What?" <laughs> what? Yeah. Could you imagine like just like going on a journey? Some some dude just like drops like stuff like that, like. You're like, oh, really? I didn't know that. It's, yeah, that's pretty cool. You exactly know, you know, what we need. my dad has cataract. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that? No. No. <laughs> Me? Me? An archangel? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but he doesn't know. Good yeah. try. If right. I was an angel, I'd know. <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> That'd be that crazy. Speaks to God's perfect timing, like. Oh, um, Tobiah finding Raphael in the first place, just standing there. He's like, hello, do you need a journeyman? He's like, yeah. To be yeah. fair, I, th- I think Raphael kind of planned that out. <laughs> find him first. He really, he thinks so? He probably <laughs> just wasn't like in town being like, oh, I hope he like, turns timing. left. <laughs> 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 if he went down the other alley, oh, I'll be bad. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I don't know, I just I just imagine like he's just walking down alleys, he just sees Raphael and he's like, dude, you wanna come with me to Medea? Oh my god. Do you think we've ever like interacted with angels? Probably. I think we probably have. They disguise themselves in a way that's familiar to us so they don't freak us out. Because mm-hmm. the biblical accounts of angels is like <laughs> million wings yeah. and eyes, that's crazy. Yeah, because if I saw that, I I surely would say uh, ah, no thanks. Yeah. And every time an angel comes, that, when he's afraid, not yeah, yeah, be not afraid. And I'm like, what are <laughs> you doing? What like, is that? that? Who yeah. are you? Anyway, yeah. yeah. That yeah. reminds me of. Uh, have you ever seen a or read a Wrinkle in Time? No. Oh, no. I love that. That's a good. Uh, there's like a kind of like similar kind of more. It's it's kind of like a. It's got a Christian aspect to it, right? And he's like seraphim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like, because angels, 
wills are directly aligned to God's, so mm. it makes sense that uh, Raphael would be exactly where he needed to mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. To He's like, have Tobiah, like, stumble upon him, in quotes. Be like, wow, this is crazy. Raphael's like, yeah, crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how uh, how this is going to happen, right? I was just walking by, right? (laughs) Just came here for some work. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Rosie brought up a really cool point about the demon last night of um, that... Yeah, when Tobiah was talking, he said, So now I too am afraid of this demon because it is in love with her and does not harm her, but it kills any man who wishes to come close to her. About, yeah, I was explaining to him that it can't be love in the way that we understand it of willing the good of the other, but Mm -hmm. it can be like lustful attachment. Um, And so Rosie was like, oh, I think we all have attachments, like strong attachments to things. And in order to... Um, pursue our vocation whether that's uh, married life or religious life we are to be um, either free of attachment or at least like working towards being free of attachment uh, especially to like mortally sinful things Mm -hmm. Um, and so she was like trying to think about it in terms of seven different like lustful attachments that Sarah may have had of like things that she was attached to like the world and like possessions and things like that that you need to be rid of in order to pursue your mm, vocation. Wow. Um, and I thought that was really interesting. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't really bring that up during ours. Um, ours mostly focused on the, like, the the part about, like, she was set apart mm. from you for the... From yeah. The, from the beginning of time. Yeah. I mean, that means a lot, because a lot of guys, like, they're like, man, they're, like... There, like, well, there's no women who are like right for me and it's like no there's someone if you're meant to be married there's there's one person who's created specifically for yeah. you. that's just so cool to think about honestly because mm-hmm. you're like man where is this person it's and the, like it's the same with our guardian yeah. angels too which i think is really cool like thinking about how my guardian angel like from the beginning of time their only role was for me mm-hmm. you know and then if they fell, then there's a backup. But, like, <laughs> it's super cool to think that there's not only, you know, a person out there who was created from the beginning of time, like, or from the be- whenever they were created specifically to marry, you know, me, but also knowing that there's an angel who's been, like, essentially studying for eternity mm-hmm. <laughs> to, for just, you know, me. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. A big theme in the men's was, like... We don't have the best, uh, just like looking out on the world, like you see all like all this stuff, and you're like, "Ooh, not really that good," you know. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, that was really good. Mm. I guess I was thinking about what you were saying, like marrying them on, like that night. That like that's kind of weird, but like back then, I mean, it does kind of make sense because, you know back then like chastity was so valued Mm -hmm. like today it's not really but like just knowing that you want to marry them and just marrying them instead of like putting it off and putting her chastity at risk Mm -hmm. i think that's so cool that like the guy was so caring of her of his wife's chastity Mm -hmm. that he was just like let's just do it you know well yeah because i mean 
even Jesus said, like, you know, if a man should if a man should not control his passions, then they should marry. You know, like if if you're engaged to someone, and you can't control yourself, and you keep falling into chastity because it's better for you to be married than to fall into you know mm-hmm. sin. But it's just funny, just looking like chastity is just like thrown aside. You're like, mm, I don't really care. Yeah, just, they're like, you should wait, like, you know, that's, that's try, try it out like, first. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it's crazy. just like, and that's such a gift of women is their chastity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nowadays people like base each other's worth off of their bodies and their usefulness in bed. That's really sad. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I know a lot of people who are like, yeah, you know, we're living together. We're just going to try it out to see if we, you know, fit well before marriage and that kind of stuff. And I was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if you're meant to be together, it's, you sh- shouldn't have to try it out first. Yeah. Mm-hmm, right. And it's also, I think the... <clears throat> The thing about, yeah, like, the the gift of total self-giving, that marriage should be with, like, giving yourself fully to that one person as they fully give themselves to you, mm-hmm. um, which is why it's supposed to be reserved for marriage. But also the thing of love isn't just a feeling, it's a constant choice. Um, and, yeah, I mean, like, of course... You have that honeymoon phase of, Mm -hmm. oh, I love you, and it doesn't take any effort because you're awesome, and I'm blind to anything that you're like, that really grinds my gears, you know? (laughs) Um, I don't want to see it. Yeah, and so nobody is perfect, and even that person that you're dating, you're like, it's so perfect, like, there's nothing wrong. Yeah, okay, first off, they've got something that they're doing, (laughs) Um, and you might not see it at first, and... If you truly love this person, willing their good, like you will, you you will choose to love this person even when they do things that bother you or upset you, and that's true of any relationship too. Mm-hmm. Of yeah, like it's easier to love some people than other people, but we are called to love, um, not always liking everybody, but we mm. should love everybody because ultimately we will their good. We we hope for them to go to heaven, um, which is their ultimate good. So helping them in whatever way that that means, like mm-hmm. in their capacity to, yeah, I mean, like they, they, people can only get so far and then they need God, you know? And so trying to lead them as like much <laughs> as you can to the him, then yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like a lake and you're like going out into the middle of the lake, right? And at some point, your feet are no longer going to be touching the the bottom, and then you can swim a little bit. But then you're gonna, your arms are your little noodle arms are going to get a little tired, and you're going to be like, "Well, I'm gonna die." And then God's like, "Here, take this boat," and you're like, "Oh, thanks." Mm-hmm. That's basically what it's like, you know. At first, when you said you were in the middle of a lake, I already assumed you were in a oh. boat. Oh. And then when you said, oh, and then you at some point your legs don't touch anymore. I was like why does that matter when you're in a boat? And then I was like, oh, it's not in a boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just was like, you're like, yeah, you're in the middle of a lake. And I'm picturing, I'm like, okay, I'm paddling in the middle of a lake. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I, oh. Oh, no. Not in a boat. No, not in a boat. no, no, no. Uh-uh. No boat yet. No God, boat. God no has, boat. <laughs> has not given you the boat yet. Or maybe he did. You know, maybe he's helping you out from the start. Mm-hmm. Giving you that nice shove. It's like... You know when you're at the beach and they have the little sandbars, you know? Yeah, and yeah. so But you have to go through that really deep part to get mm, to the sandbar. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like God is providing you the sandbar. 
and mm-hmm. he's like, "Come on, just a little bit closer, a little, little bit, bit come on." And so a you're like, "But I can't touch anymore, and I'm scared." And like you're trying to swim, but mm-hmm. you see that there's people standing not that mm-hmm. far away from you. And you're you're like, like, "How are, are they, they doing? That? How are they and standing?" You're like trying and you're treading water the, and you're the, getting the tired. The sun's beaming down, blinding yeah. you off of the waves. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, he's providing you a sandbar. Like, where Mm -hmm. is your sandbar, you know? Yeah. You just got to find that sandbar, you Mm -hmm. know? I was, uh, I've been doing a Marian consecration. um, And so I've been reading 33 Days to Morning Glory. And we also talked, the girls talked about this particular um, quote the other, last week, I think. I think Taylor brought it up. But there's a quote by Mother Teresa talking about suffering and um, how... It just brings us closer to Christ. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to her about it because I was like, wow, I love that quote. That's one of my favorites um, by her. And so, yeah, like Jesus's arms are out on the cross and he's bending down. And like you can see that in almost every crucifix, like his head is bending forward. Yeah. And Mother Teresa is talking about how suffering is Jesus trying to lean his head down to kiss us. And um, we are like partaking in his suffering by being so close to him that even sometimes we are so close to him that he can reach down and touch us with his kiss and just like knowing that every bit of suffering is supposed to like be reminiscent of the cross but that sometimes our suffering can be so great that jesus is so close to us that he is like leaning down from the cross and actually like kisses us and i just think that that's such a beautiful image mm-hmm. it is like when you're in the midst of your suffering you're like this sucks but you also can just think about it it's all about the perspective i think mm-hmm. um and i think that that's something a lot of people are lacking is the perspective of yeah wow my life sucks and this is terrible and you could go through your life like that and it would just be awful the whole time but it's like if i'm going to suffer at least i'm right next to jesus you know and mm-hmm. i can feel him like kiss my forehead and know that I'm not in this by myself, you know? Yeah. So I just think that, yeah, try and think about the suffer. Everything can be flipped around, you know, the perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been trying to work on like thanking the Lord for sufferings. Cause like, you know, like every time I step outside, I'm one of those people that will get eaten alive by mosquitoes, no matter what, like no matter where I'm, I could be sitting in a car and a mosquito will, pop on my arm and just <laughs> I'm like are you serious but like a huge welt <laughs> I've been working on like every time I just get like these mosquitoes just covering I'm like thank you lord for these mosquitoes mm-hmm. you know instead of being like my arms are swelling up <laughs> mm-hmm. you know and that that's really changed my perspective a lot just the fact just that little bit of suffering can be united to to Jesus on mm-hmm. the cross and that and it also said like accepting suffering and being joyful in suffering makes jesus so happy and i was like that makes you happy wow i mean these things happen to me anyway regardless so i might as well be Thank yeah i mean like it, these are these things are gonna happen like you're it's inevitable you're gonna step right. outside you're gonna get eaten <laughs> and so you can yeah choose to be like ah this is so annoying oh my goodness look at this happening to me or you can just be like wow Thank you, Jesus, because there's a reason that you are making me... The hardest battles. Yeah. <laughs> God gives his strongest... No, hardest battles to his strongest soldiers. Yikes. That was 
took so long to get up. When anyway. you run out of milk and you need <laughs> to step outside because of the door. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Is that's awesome, Jake? Yeah. We were talking about lakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So lakes, right? <laughs> there was also this one quote I saw. I was like on Pinterest or something, and like there's this one quote. I don't know who it was from, but it was it's like a picture of Jesus with like outstretched arms, and he was like. I would recreate the world over again just to hear one person say I love you mm. to Jesus. And I was like, that's so cool. Probably St. Faustina. He always said such beautiful things to her. I love that. They like would just have these little intimate conversations together. I love that. But that's just so cool. It like, is so beautiful. He would do all this over again just to hear one person tell him that they love him. Be like, thanks, bud. <laughs> yeah. Jacob was saying to me last night, he said <clears throat> that it makes him sad that the most said thing is, I'm sorry. And he said that he hopes that <clears throat> when he gets to heaven, that the thing that he has said most is, thank you, God. Oh. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. But mm-hmm. I hope so, too. Like, that, you know, when I get up there and I look at my stats, you know, of all the things. <laughs> like, where's my stats? How, m- how many of those, huh? Yeah. And Darn. I hope that, yeah, I've at least told him about a quadrillion times quadrillion know? wow mm-hmm. yeah new number coming new in high number, quadrillion yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah it is just something that we should be thanking god and yeah in my book trust will surrender divine providence always talk about that book um yeah it just talks about how did i tell you guys or did i tell the girls about like it's raining no i did tell you the girls it was like yeah, you've been you've been planning this party this outdoor party and you're like it's gonna be great it's gonna be great and you're praying that it doesn't rain you're like good it's been like dry i don't think it's gonna rain it's gonna be great and then day of party torrential downpour and you're like why no. god i curse you i i asked for this like to be a completely dry day <laughs> um and then like you're super upset and then your neighbor has been trying to grow these tomato plants and has been praying for it to rain. Um, and they walk outside and they're like, praise God, like, this is awesome. Thank you so much, Lord. And like, yeah. And it's just the thing of, you never know why things are happening. And it's like, the whole world's not about you. So just because you're like, God, I really want this does not mean you're want going to get it into mm-hmm. that it's going to be like make or break for you, you know? Um, and so I gave the example of perhaps that person with the tomato plant is like on the verge of leaving the faith, you know, it's like, please God, like I need this. I like, I have no food. I can't do this anymore. Like I need, I need help. And so like he prays for the rain, he needs the rain. But the person's just like, I just want to have this shindig, you know? And it doesn't really matter to them all that much. And so it's like, like saying, you know what, God, thank you for the rain. I know it really kind of throws a wrench in my plans, but I hope that it's helping someone mm-hmm. else, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just the thing of, it may be impacting you in a negative way, but it could be positively affecting someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I always end up hearing something like that anyway of, yeah, you know, this it was really rough to be at this thing it wasn't like very helpful to me and then someone's like wow i had like an incredible encounter mm-hmm. with god at this thing and i'm like wow that's awesome you know mm-hmm. like that retreat wasn't for me it like 
that talk wasn't for me. It was for someone else. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's awesome. Like, yeah, that's all stuff I've heard before. And I'm like, I get it. Like, it's fine. But this kid next to me is like, wow, that is exactly the way it needed to be said. Because now I totally understand it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I have a prayer life now. And it just is awesome, you know, to, like, accept the things that aren't super great. Because maybe they're awesome for someone else. Right. Yeah. That came... We talked a lot... I think that was when we were talking about why bad things happen to good people. Because yeah. um, that's such that's such a prominent reason that a lot of people don't believe in God or believe... Like, I mean, like, a lot of people I know, family members of mine are even like, you know, if if he's real, why did my cousin die? Or, like, mm-hmm. if, if he's real, why did, you know, I have a miscarriage? Or something like that. Like, maybe that was for someone else's salvation. Like, when someone dies... If they were Catholic and you have a Catholic funeral, like a mass, a funeral mass, you know, maybe that brings people who go to the funeral to the faith Mm -hmm. because they find so much power and love in that, you know, format of a funeral. And then, you know, that's for their salvation. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, it's, I mean, it's still, of course, absolutely sad when someone passes away and you, you know, someone you love so dearly. But um, like, yeah, thinking about it from the, from the side of the world isn't about us. You know, the world isn't about me Mm -hmm. or the world is about you. Um, so looking at it from, I hate to say selfish, but looking at it from like a egocentric point of view, um, then yeah, it can be easy to kind of despise God because of the bad things that, that happened. But, um, yeah, it could, like you said, it could be for someone else's salvation or for the good of someone else's soul and not Mm -hmm. just mine. It also could be for you too, in a way Mm -hmm. of like, oh, you had to cancel your party it's like, oh, well, I have time to go to the, you know, to go to Mass Day. And right. so yeah. it's things like that of, oh, this thing, there's this roadblock here. Maybe that would have been a bad idea, you know? Or right. maybe Something God is, happen. like, yeah, yeah, blocking this from happening for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because, like, I was also saying yesterday to, like, link it back to Tobit, <clears throat> of God was putting all these things in place of... Um, Tobiah going out, finding Raphael, mm-hmm. getting the green light from his dad, going out, getting told that he's going to marry Sarah, and then it's going to be all right. Of, you know, when you're following God's will and you're doing what you believe Him to be saying to you, like, there are just going to be open door after open door. Like, mm-hmm. this is this is right. This is it's supposed to be like he's like easier. keep coming, keep coming. Yeah, it's supposed keep to coming, be come easier on. that way. <laughs> Yeah. But when like you're doing things that aren't correct, where you are, like, you know, constantly trying to, like, ram your head into this door that's not mm-hmm. opening. Like, not saying that following God's will is easy. It's certainly not. But it w- should feel more like an open door with, like, speed bumps in the middle of the door than, like, closed door ramming your head into it constantly, trying to, like, knock a hole into the, the yeah. door. It's mm-hmm. It's like you're a kid. And you have your eyes closed, right? Mm-hmm. And and like God's like on the other other side of this sidewalk, right? And he's like, It's this way, dude. And you try to follow your own path and you turn ninety degrees and you walk straight into a brick wall. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Why can't I keep moving? And he's like, Turn left <laughs> left. Turn left and you get to walk a little bit, but you kinda of stumble because you can't really see. Mm-hmm. And he's decided to turn right and walk right into a tree. Mm-hmm. And he's like, turn right. So true. So true. 
But, like, if you're following the right path, it should be, like, that sidewalk. Like, it might yeah. not be, like, an even sidewalk, which, mm-hmm. like, completely paved and, like, super nice. Yeah. But it's, like, it's, like, walkable. You might, like, stub your toe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah. Because, like, God has this more perfect path for us, but we don't always choose it. But we choose, you know, little little side roads to mm-hmm. go. And we're like, this will be easier. And then it's like, pothole. Yeah. <laughs> Deer runs out in front of your car. Yeah. And you're like, ah! Flat tire. <laughs> but then you still get there just in a roundabout way. But and he's like, you what know, happened he's to like, your car? You know, if you followed Google Maps, I mean, you would have gotten yeah. <laughs> You're like, I know a shortcut. And then Google Maps is not like recommended. Rerouting. Wait, wait, Rerouting. Right. Rerouting. Follow. Lost Proceed connection. to the root. Proceed Lost to the root. Proceed to the root. When, when is someone ever saying, I know a shortcut ever gone right? <laughs> <That's> so true. <laughs> I know a shortcut. And you get stuck in traffic for yeah. 20 minutes and you're like, well. And they were like, but this is a shortcut when there's not traffic. You're yeah. like, Google it's Maps always suggested it. It's always, it would be a shortcut if there's not traffic. Right. Well, it's also would have suggested it if there wasn't traffic. <laughs> there's times where I'm like, oh, I know I can get home this way, and I do it. And then there's other times where I'm like, let me just, you know, look at the route that I always end up taking over other ones, and I'm like, oh, it's the same time to get me there, but it's like three miles more. And I'm like, you know, is it worth the gas? That like sixty five cents I'm about to spend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, is it worth yeah. it? But. You know, it's just funny. Anyway, that has nothing to do with what I was saying. I just was talking about gas. Oh, okay. (laughs) But yeah, that's it. Yeah. I I think I distracted you from what you were were getting at. Well, no, I mean, your analogy was good. I just then started talking about actually taking different (laughs) routes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's also another thing. Like, God can, like... Even if you choose the wrong path, he can kind of connect it back to the main road. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, that, 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 that terrible, rough, not very good paved, weird road that we decide to go on on a whim. Mm-hmm. He's like, I mean, you can go on that, but it's like 20 miles more up a straight hill. Mm-hmm. And it connects mm-hmm. to the exact same place. But I mean... If you want to take that way, man. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay. <laughs> we're like, if I can, so then yes. I will. Yeah, um. so, so that's a yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it reminds me of, because Father Mike Schmitz was talking about one time, he, uh, I think I might have mentioned this before, but he was talking about how sometimes God leads us down main roads just to get to a side road. So he leads us down a main road and then there's like a stop sign and like there's, there's like road closed or something at the end, like a door closes you like follow this opportunity or this vocation or something like that and then there's like a door up and you're like but god why you know this is what you led me down i don't understand and then he's like look to your right and then you look to your right and there's a side street that gets you to a different you know book or like that gets you to the different vocation or he led you down the main main path so that you learn something like maybe you're not called to this or Mm -hmm. something like that the door closes and you know that's not his will anymore but it's just to get you to a side street. It's not because that main road is your, you know, is your calling. It might be because that's that's the way you get to your calling. Yeah, it's and just not necessarily like, your calling. It's just like real life, you know, you gotta get on the eighty one to go to the that that off ramp to get, like, get onto the to get on get on to what nine. is route nine, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I need to go east, but I'm going on eighty one. Um God, how am I going to do this? He's like, get off the road. <laughs> Turn left. Mm-hmm. Boom. 
Yeah. I mean, or turn. Right? Yeah. And we're like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. God. <laughs> it's so just interesting because, yeah, when you're in the middle of it and you're like, God will close doors, you know, if that's not right. Um, or, yeah, like cut off main roads to bring into a side road if it's not right. But, yeah, just like having to get out of your own way. Being mm-hmm. like, I can't believe that you're shutting this road down even though you told me this is it. It's, it's the same thing of what we were yeah. saying of well what's the reason yeah like it's hard to see it in the moment like what's the reason for this but you'll look back and be like that's the reason that you know i went to seminary now i'm like dating this person or i'm was dating this person now i'm in seminary you know Mm -hmm. it's like things like that of how do we get here why do we get here why is it like this you know Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like God's like turn right, turn right, turn right, turn right. We don't turn right. And he's like, okay, this next right. And you're like, why? <laughs> you turn right and then you take this like windy road back to where you were supposed to turn right. He's like, okay, now go straight. And we're like, left, left. <laughs> well, no, no, straight, straight. That's like Tobit though. Like we're looking at it from this third person view. We know exactly what's going on. We're like, cause like. Tobit's all resentful for being blind and stuff. And we're like, dude, you were blind, so, you know, your son could meet this girl. But, like, him being in the moment, he's like, wow, this just sucks. But us looking, like, from an outside view, it's like, come on, man. Like, you slept with your eyes open. Yeah. (laughs) How do you even do that? (laughs) Yeah. But that's super true. I thought it was interesting when they changed from first person to third person in Tobit. It was, like, chapter two. It was like, the little note at the bottom said it will be in third person for the rest of the time. And I just find it interesting. Um, Cause yeah, I mean, I'm going through my own life as, in first person, but then it's always true of, I'm so hyper-focused on what I'm doing in my own life that mm-hmm. I need that outside perspective of like mm-hmm. talking to father Crossley, you know, and just having him as my spiritual director, like talk to me about things and be like, Oh, have you considered it like this? And I feel, like, dumb. I'm like, oh, it's my uh, life. I should have thought about that, you know? It's like, no, I need that outside perspective, that third person who's, like, seeing things more clearly, seeing, like, mm-hmm. the connections that I don't see because they happen to me. I, it's harder for me to see them. But it is really interesting. Yeah, we went over this um, last night, but I was like, um, if, like, we had, like, a book of our lives... And, like, someone else was reading it, like, the book of Tobit. <laughs> like, just, like, straight out reading it and everything. They'd be like, oh, obviously, like, this, this, and this, and this are, like, why all this is happening. And this right. is foretelling this. And this is why this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. But here we're just like, ah! <laughs> we're like, we're like Tobit. We're like, My he, eyes. we're like, <laughs> we're like, he gets the fish and with the gallbladder and everything like that. And Raphael's like, it heals cataracts. And he's like, oh. Cool. cool. <laughs> like, why do like I there's no dialogue of him being like, wow. Yeah. You know, like, I should bring this back to my dad. Or like, wow, I should help somebody with this. He's just like, cool. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. Good to know, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know when I'll use it, but all yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, and that also just connects to what we were talking about last night of um, having people in your corner that you trust mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Uh, Tobiah has. Raphael to trust and how it's really important to have people in your life that you trust especially when you're discerning vocations um of Mm -hmm. yeah like having people who will tell you the truth and having people who will 
be there to support you um but support you in something that's good for you um someone people who like love you truly that will you're good and you're like this is or isn't good for you you yeah they're like like, "Mm, maybe don't do that yeah but making Mm -hmm. sure that you know you trust the voices that you're hearing um because yeah a lot of times they sound trustworthy but Mm -hmm. they ain't they ain't they ain't you know you get that dude who's like who, who, who gives gives you that 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 so big true. big toothy grin and he has that little curly mustache and you're like oh this dude's trustworthy and he <laughs> steals you all your money in the middle of the night and you're like how watch out for curly there mustaches but no you specifically told, told me, me you wouldn't, wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you cheat on me even when, when I, specifically I specifically asked you not to <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so yeah. Good. Versus, like, your best friend, and you're like, no, I trust this guy over you. Mm-hmm. Right. You're like, he betrayed me. Your best friend's like, bro. I told you that. <laughs> I could have told you that. I, t- I told I you. I tried to tell you that. I yeah. tried to tell you that. Right, because it's, it's a thing of um, random new person, like, new person in your life that you trust. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't know, man. That doesn't seem like a good idea to me. And your best friend's like, oh, yeah, go for it. You know, it's like, well... Who are you supposed to trust? You know, right. like the person who's known you so long, or the person, yeah, because it's like your best friend who knows you, but you don't talk to that often. It's like, oh yeah, seems like a great idea to me, and it's like new person you just met, but like you trust them a lot, and they see you like all the time, and they're like, I don't know, man, doesn't seem right to me, and it just like, who do you trust? The person who like has known you for a while, but doesn't really know the nitty gritty of the situation, or the person who knows the nitty gritty but doesn't know you that well. Yeah, and it's like, what do I do? Who do mm-hmm. I trust? You know. Um, Plus, it's, like, the amount of investment they have in you. That's also very Because, like, like this new person might just be like, oh, I can just dump this guy as a friend anytime. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I know... Well, like, just to think about it in a very realistic perspective, like, mm-hmm. you're like, I don't... I'm not really invested yeah. in this. Like, the, I could just make this person an acquaintance. There's no, like, thing, like... Yeah. Like, um... What do you call it? Like foundation to yeah. like this relationship. Yeah, have like there's in it yeah, there's there's no stake in it yet. Versus like your best friend from a while who like, I I'm still your best friend. Like I have a big stake in this because like, like I'm if this goes this. wrong, then yeah, like this, this could damage me, you know? our relationship. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It is just interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also the thing of. I I found that even if I, um, yeah, when I, like, don't want to tell certain people things, I'm, like, those are probably the people I should tell, you know, of, like, I just know that that would probably be better for me in the long run, Mm -hmm. of, like, I just, because those people who've known you for a long time have seen you in different stages and, like, have seen you, like, at your worst, you at your best, and, yeah, and so they know... Yeah, they may not have, like, all the information for the situation, but they know you. Mm-hmm. And so they know, like, oh, wow, like, I just don't think that that's something that, you know, makes sense for you. But maybe that's not true of every situation, but... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could it's be. like they've seen you when your head was the size of a basketball from, like, swelling up, and they've seen you run a marathon. So, like, just to give them an example. <laughs> like, I've never run a marathon. Uh, I, just, like, best but, and worst, you know? Oh. Didn't really make much sense, yeah. but okay, yeah. thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you so much. Thank you.
that well. Well, Zoids. <laughs> but yeah. I've just been thinking about um when Tobiah brought Raphael in to see Tobit, mm. and Raphael's like, joyful greetings to you, and Tobit answered, what joy is left for me? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. He's just like, here I am. I'm dead. A blind man in the cannot Bible. see. Yeah. Rosie was reading that in the Bible study, and right before she said that, she was like, and what then joy like, is there left for me? And then she's like, ugh. She just kept making noise. Yeah. And then, and then, I cannot and then see his... the light of heaven, but remain in darkness like the dead who no longer see the light. No <laughs> alive, like, I am among the dead. <laughs> I can hear people's voices, but I do not see them. It's such a dramatic. Could you, could like, you just... Oh no! Oh, it's me. Yeah. Like, and then you... Raphael's no like, see the light of God. <laughs> Raphael's like, take courage. God's healing is near, so take courage. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then he just doesn't say anything. Yeah, he just Could continues. You imagine? He's just like, hey, so, you know, what kin are you from? <laughs> like, let's get to know you a little, you know? <laughs> could you imagine, like, could you imagine, like, the wife, like, having to deal with that all the time? Yeah. <laughs> like, him, him <laughs> just like. like honey, I made you breakfast. And he's like, what joy well, is with left me? For me? I cannot see. <laughs> You can see, but I cannot see. But I cannot see the light of it. He's like, she's like, man, it's a beautiful day. Well, you can see the beautiful <laughs> yeah, day. But I I'm can't. in darkness. Right. It's like yeah. you know those videos of like people interviewing people who. I'm thinking of that one with the blind girl, and it's like the the news interview. It's like, is there anything that you can't <laughs> do? And she's like, see, um, yeah, of yeah. like people who like go in for the handshake, but the person doesn't have hands. Yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, like honey, look at the, look at the sky right now. It's like, why I cannot <laughs> see. <laughs> uh, Man, look out! I cannot see. <laughs> Smashes into a wall. But it is just what we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, like what Jake mm-hmm. was saying of accepting. You know, like it's easier on some days than other days. Yeah, it's true. Of accepting that so- cross, but it's also like. Someday you get it. bit by two mosquitoes instead mm-hmm. of just one, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, I mean, like at this current point, there's nothing that's changing him from being blind. So he might as well accept it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> well, 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 you know, you know, we really appreciate you listeners. I, I, yeah, the, the 20 of you who stuck with us through <laughs> all of our, all of our highs, all of our low episodes where, you know, certainly were a couple of there us. was, uh, there, there was several, still be a couple of us. Yeah. Yeah. We're not perfect. We apologize ahead of time, but you know what? We don't apologize. Yeah. We say thank you. Yeah. Cause you know, maybe the thing you needed today was a laugh and not to understand the concept. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, yeah. yeah. Maybe you just needed a little giggle. Yeah, a little, <laughs> a little <laughs> chuckle. Just a couple giggles. Yeah. Kicks and gigs, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, now that we're praying for you. Uh, please pray for us, please you know? Us. We, we'd appreciate yeah. it. Zach's got an exam in I an hour. Do. So. I do. I got a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> School-wise. <laughs> what joy is that? What joy is that in this Me. morbid world? I am among the dead. <laughs> Though alive, I am among the dead. Good news. Here I am. A blind man who cannot see the light.
Night of Heaven, but I live in darkness. That's He's very, gone. That's very Gustavo-esque. <laughs> yeah. say it like that. Yes. Yeah. Here I am. Yeah, it's like completely silent. Yeah. <laughs> right. I am I'm among the dead. <laughs> no alive, I am among the dead. <laughs> what joy is left for me? Anyway. And, and, anyway. But just, just remember... Drink Drink coffee, be Catholic. Thank you. Bye bye.